Welcome to Engage, a series for women in agribusiness. This update is made possible by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, North Dakota Soybean Council, Peterson Farms Seed, and the North Dakota Grain Growers Association. Now, here's our host, Kara Hart. Today on Engage, we're visiting with Underwood, North Dakota farmer, Katie Hager. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Katie. Tell us about yourself. I am part of a third-generation family farm, originally not from a farm background at all. I grew up in this actual city of Minneapolis, and I had an uncle and aunt that farmed uh, in southern Minnesota, but it was one of those things that was maybe every year, every other year, we'd go down for a birthday party or a hayride and never really understood what farming was about. So when I met my husband uh, in 1998, it was quite a leap of faith when I said, well, if you're going to farm, I'm going to teach. I can teach anywhere and you can't pick up the land. And um, we just started a journey that way. But it's been a very eye-opening experience for me, to say the least, and one that I definitely wouldn't trade. How would you say that you lead um, others um, in, in what you do each day on the farm or maybe off the farm? Leading can be done in several different ways. It can be very, um, like in a sort of fashion and in a very passive, kind of quiet behind the scenes fashion. And I think I do both. You know, within our family dynamics, we have five children. And so I take a lot of the responsibility for our home and our kids, um, tending to their needs, shuffling them where they need to go, uh, and also within the farm. And so um, for me, leading becomes uh, being out there asking questions, listening, trying to find out, you know, what's happening day to day within our farm? What do I need to do on the business end? Where do we need help um, for employees or driving truck, um, different things like that, because that falls into my lap as my responsibilities within the farm. But then I'm also um, fairly active within the sort of social media realm and trying to be um, a leader within organizations that I choose to be part of. I figure it's not just okay for me to check a box and say I want to be a member, but I need to be active and contributing uh, to those organizations or groups. And so it's not okay for me on my behalf uh, to just check the box and say I want to be a member. I need to make sure that it aligns with what I think is important, but that I also have time to contribute back to that organization, group, or club and be active and not just that name on a list. So some of the groups that I'm part of uh, are um, North Dakota Common Ground, which is a group of um, agriculturally focused women that um, get together and we figure out how can we connect with those within agriculture and outside of agriculture. And I'm also a member of North Dakota Farm Bureau and a couple of other groups within our own community, 4-H. I've been part of the Annie's Project and doing some trainings through that, as well as a past participant. And then I do some speaking uh, at different conferences and uh, groups throughout the state and actually throughout the nation, too. What challenges uh, have you had to overcome or maybe your biggest lessons learned in some of these uh, roles that you take on? You know, coming from outside of an understanding of what happens within the world of farming or agriculture, it was one of those that's that I really had to, to shift. We don't work nine to five. And so at first I was teaching full time and Stephen was farming and I was kind of trying to plan, oh, he said he'd be home in 15 minutes. Well, that 15 minutes turned into two hours. And so I really had to understand the framework and the mindset 
of what farming really was. It wasn't nine to five and it wasn't on a schedule that a lot of people could understand. And so that was a big challenge. I needed to make sure that I bridged that gap of communication within my own family, within our household, but also within our extended family. So that when we were talking about getting together for holidays or different events or just even breakfast or dinner with different members, um, friends or family, we needed to make sure that it fit our schedule as well as theirs because not everyone has in their mind, oh, we're not going to be done with work until 1030 at night. That doesn't work to have a barbecue. Or we need to be out in the field planting or harvesting by nine in the morning. So to have breakfast after church, that doesn't necessarily work either. Um, so really some of those just general communication um, conversations and trying to understand and balance family and the farm and then our faith. How do you balance all that? You know, it's a challenge. Every single day it's one of those that I actually I make a conscious effort to say, today I need to make sure to focus on this or I have to focus on um, whatever is on my list that I really want to prioritize and get done. But we really look at building teams and, you know, we have a farm team and a core group of friends, um, a family team, a faith team, and then a financial team. And I think when we look at it from the aspect of building teams, it's about building relationships and those are the people that are are going to carry us through. What advice would you give a, uh, a woman interested in joining their local district or state leadership? Well, the first thing is, is to find something that's important and that fits for you. The second thing is don't be afraid to say this doesn't work for me once you've joined and find something that is better for you. Um, the next thing I would say is to make sure that you think of all opportunities. You know, it doesn't have to be this grand plan. It could just be volunteering at the library or the school, um, joining a farm organization, park board. It doesn't have to be, you know, running for state government or being a county commissioner. Um, And then within any group you're part of, make sure that you listen and know what you're getting, um, what you're committing to so that you can align with that group or what the commitments are. And, and enjoy it. You want it to be fun, that's for sure. How do you identify in your role and what you do? Um, do you consider yourself a farm wife? Do you consider yourself a farmer? What? All in all, I guess I would say more of a farm wife, although I've never batted an eye when I've been called upon to do things like drive semi-truck during harvest um, from field back to the farm and, and dump that truck and get it into a grain bin. And I'm very active within the office, within our accounting and hiring and doing a lot of our outreach efforts. So I might not be that farmer, per se, that's out in the field every single day, um, but I'm definitely an active part of our purchasing and our planning conversations and using our precision egg data, um, as well as then the more behind-the-scenes things like the accounting. Uh, but it's really, you know, for me, it's what does our farm need? We're a business as well as a lifestyle. Uh, and where can we take our talents and and really um, hone in on them and use them to the greatest benefit. Where's the biggest opportunity for women in agribusiness moving forward? You know, that's a really hard question because I think, and I, I truly believe there's great opportunities. So there's a lot of, uh, or there are several companies that will actually pay individuals to go and get training and then guarantee them a job and come 
to come back and work for them. And that's, you know, into some of the technology and the mechanic side. Um, and then in addition to that, then there's the whole marketing side. So whether it's crop marketing or whether it's more PR uh, for agricultural companies and image design and some of those things, uh, it, the whole industry is wide open. And I think we're looking at huge opportunities for women to just kind of jump in feet first and say, where do I want to go? And start knocking on doors or making connections within people that um, they know or businesses that they're comfortable starting those conversations with um, to say, hey, what opportunities are, are available here or that do you know of? This special series is produced by the Red River Farm Network. Thanks to these supporters, the North Dakota Grain Growers Association, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, North Dakota Soybean Council, and Peterson Farms Seed.